0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to World Cry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And listen, we have an amazing next couple of weeks scheduled for you all. So we recently had the Power 3 Virtual Women's Summit on June 26th and June 27th. So over the next few weeks, I will be spotlighting various segments from that virtual summit It was literally a life-changing event, and I'm not just saying that. I can say that for myself, and I've had numerous people reach out to me who attended this virtual summit that felt the same way, or that actually feels the same way. So again, I will be highlighting various segments from the virtual summit, during the next couple of weeks of War Cry Radio, Go Be Great podcast. And please, please, please feel free to reach out to these speakers and sponsors. They did an amazing job. They came in and literally, the power of three is edify, educate, and empower. They came in literally and did just that. That's why we know that this was a transformative event. And if you are looking to join our community, we are The Power of Three, and we are on Facebook. So please feel free to join us at any point in time. We would love to welcome you home. Thanks for tuning in. Nice. miss you should. too. You know, it's a good miss, though, because I, even though we have not been doing a whole bunch of talk, talking and chit-chatting, I still keep up with you. And I know that yeah. you are busy and doing some amazing things. So yes. it's a good miss. It's a
1: good yes. Miss. It's a good miss
0: yes. <laughs> good
1: good 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 miss yes. So yes, I ma'am. am
0: um so folks. I'm just gonna say Dr. Chima because that's what's coming all up in through here. Come
1: on and prophesy. <laughs> I, right. Right. I really in want to prophesy. You but can't I help it.
0: it. All up in through here. <laughs> it is there. I receive it. And so I just want to let you all know that Chima Lubin is an amazing woman who has just literally brightened my life just being in contact with her. Um, I was not feeling well a couple of months ago and and I had to have a conversation with Chima about something. I don't even remember what, but at the end of the conversation, she said, well, do you mind if I pray for you? And I said... (laughs) (laughs) Oh <laughs> I tell y'all, she went in. She went in. I was feeling real good after that. And so I appreciate Chima. You know, she is one of those. She's like, I, I like to call her um, a silent, a silent like bomb. Wow. You know, she's like a stealth person. You just don't know. She, she's nice and she's sweet and she's very you know outgoing and all of that but when she get into it man oh man
2: yeah i was just best. telling i was just telling coach karina the other day I, I said you know chima holds a special place in my heart <laughs> i mean i wish i had a chima growing up as a little girl i wish she was there for me because wow. every time you talk now The little girl inside of me, she goes off. Yeah. Yes. He did tell me that. Wow. Wow. And you really speak to not only me, but the little girl inside of me really resonates with you. And I always get emotional because you are living in your purpose because I'm, I'm not even able to talk to that little girl. It's hard for me. But wow. you find a way to directly speak to her. And that's why you will always hold a special place in my heart.
0: Absolutely. She wow. did tell me that. It wasn't my place to tell you. So I didn't
1: tell you. <laughs> but, you know. Wow. My <laughs> love tank is full today. It's full. <laughs> it's full. Thank you, guys. But you don't understand how you ladies have pushed me beyond what I feel or how I see myself, right? And um, meeting uh, two dynamic ladies such as yourself um, has literally changed the trajectory of my life. Like literally it's changed. You know, there's some people who leave marks and imprints. You know, you ladies have done that. And it's part of my healing process. You know, um, you meet people that is part of that healing process for you. And you ladies are part of my healing process. Wow. Um, and so you are I part
2: of my healing process. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that we are healing each other. And yes. it's, yeah. You know? yeah. Well, you
0: know, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. we are not here to be alone. We're not an island. Unto yeah. our and so if you really think about it, the dynamics of relationship is Mm -hmm. that you know whatever gifts and callings you have is not specifically for yourself yes self-healing yes you can do a lot of things for yourself but the person beside you needs what you have and then the person beside them needs what you have what they have and then it keeps going so it's like a domino effect in reverse Instead of people being knocked down, they're being picked up by the person next to them. And so that's what we have to continue to do.
2: Amen. Yeah, that's good. That was an excellent, excellent, excellent explanation. Yes. Yes. Wow. wow. So
0: that is, And we don't wow. have to necessarily be in the same city. We don't have to run together every single... We ain't got to sit and talk on the phone for hours at a time. Because let me tell y'all something. We never <laughs> go on the phone and talk. Yeah. We talk... <laughs> But we don't sit on the phone and gossip. We don't sit on the phone and hours at a time. You might think that because of the closeness of us,
1: yeah, our
0: spirits connecting and working together as a team. Yes, that's good. A whole week or two and not say anything outside of what you see us communicating on Facebook. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and that's true. And what's so true about that, Coach Karina, is when I see you. I can feel you when wow. I know when something is bothering you. Yeah. And I always say, "Uh oh, you know, I always, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Wow. <laughs> you never tell me. I, c- I can just feel it and I can see it on your face. Yeah. You may not even know what to talk about it, but I can tell that Something is bothering your spirit. Yeah. Me
1: too. Me too. Mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> me too you know yes. people have some people have that that because that's that kindred spirit and that discernment uh-huh. to be able mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to see beyond yeah
0: because yeah. You know, my life is not rosy my life is not peaches and cream cookies yeah. and cake and all the other good stuff yeah you know, i have i have stuff just like the next person literally every single day yeah you No. Know, yeah. um, Wow. and i'm just gonna be honest i will be transparent on some things and then i'll give chima her her space but yes. the last two and a half three weeks have been torturous for me to the point where i ex- i expressed to nicole this week that i have been crying literally every single day because wow. my mom what's been going on with my mom she just recently had hip replacement surgery but getting to the point of the day of surgery was torture number one i was seeing my mother in pain, unbearable pain every day. There was not a moment of her being comfortable. Mm. And and she was then dehydrated. There were things that were going on with her body and I was her caretaker. I'm talking about here it is my mom you know, who's taking care of me, but she's now having to wear briefs. I'm having to clean up. I'm having to get her in the shower. I'm having to feed her every day. I'm having to do all of these things every single day around the clock.
1: Yeah, where in a
0: time I may have 10 hours of sleep, you know, always on the go. And this was for weeks, this was going on, and then having to travel to North Carolina from Virginia to be able to get her to the doctor, to get her to the surgery, and then after the surgery, and then here it is, not even a week later, my daughter may have COVID. Wow,
1: you know, so That's a lot. When I say, (laughs) now you know, now you know that's an assignment. You know that the, you know that God has something so big on the other other side of this. Did I not say that? I said that, Chima. I said the
2: same exact thing. I'm telling you. That's exactly what I said. And y'all about to make me cry right now.
0: Listen, <laughs> Jesus. the you know, oil. I tell y'all this. This Listen. event. This event is not just some folks coming together. I believe in this event with everything that is within me, and I said I yeah. cannot stop.
1: Yeah. I
0: cannot stop. Yeah. I believe that there will be some things said on here that's going to help people.
1: Yeah.
0: This is not. It is so much more than, oh, it's a women's summit. No. Right. No. Right. This
1: is kingdom. Yes.
0: This is a gathering. <laughs> this is a gathering.
1: This is a it movement.
0: And I'm right. sorry, y'all, I wasn't, you know, trying to get emotional and all of that stuff. But it's
1: okay. No, this is good. This you
0: know, when I say I love y'all, I mean that.
1: Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. yeah. We do. We do. This group is not. This group is not like any other group that I have experienced, and I'm a part of a lot of Facebook groups. <laughs> but this is something really special and divine and different. Yeah, this is different. Yeah, this yeah. is different. Well, and I'm not gonna
0: hold you, Chima. I want you to go ahead and have your floor, and when I um, when we come back in, you will know. Okay, that, um, you know, you're I mean you've got plenty of time. Um so <laughs> do your thing, girl. Do your thing. <laughs> okay. okay. This is this this is, you know, she is a licensed therapist, Chima Lubin of Kabad Counseling. Um yeah. I keep having it's it keeps coming up in my spirit, Dr. Chima. She's yeah. not yet yeah. Dr. I Chima.
1: I receive that, in my hands. I receive it.
0: Yes. <laughs> it is in my spirit and it's been in my spirit. And I'm not, this is not something I'm just saying, you know, no. in front of folks. I've said this to Chima yeah. in private as well. So she knows that I'm not being disrespectful. Right. Thank but, you. Um, you know, Chima yeah. is your the time is yours. I'm I'm out. <laughs> All right. <me> too.
1: <laughs> well, hi, good afternoon. Well, good morning. It's still morning. Um, ladies, I am so excited to be on here this morning with you ladies. And so, um, uh, Karina and has introduced me a little bit. Uh, my name is Chima. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am also a certified clinical trauma professional. And a little bit of background about who I am. Um, I am originally from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a New Yorker. If anyone knows New York, Eastern Parkway, Franklin Avenue, that's where I'm from, born in the in the hard knocks. And so I moved down here to Florida 14 years ago, got married. I have two children, two beautiful children, a beautiful husband. Um, but before that, Um, there were some things that I've experienced in life that drew me to my purpose and what I'm doing right now. And so as I grew up, a little bit about my testimony as I grew up, I grew up in a dysfunctional family. Um, My mother was addicted to drugs, uh, cracking cocaine. Um, My grandfather uh, had to take care of us. And so um, his anger that was directed to my mom uh, you know, was kind of directed towards us, and so we experience a lot of uh, violence, um, witnessing violence. Um, I've experienced some molestation, sexual trauma, and uh, eventually, I had to leave my grandfather's house uh, because he no longer could take care of us, and I was placed in foster care. And so, I jumped from foster home to foster home, and then eventually. Um, I was placed in something called a residential treatment center. And I was was there for about uh, 12 to 16 years old. And um, during that time, I was extremely angry. I hated myself. I hated God. I hated everyone around me. And that was just a little girl in the inside of me looking and crying out for help, right? And so right now I'm so passionate about um, counseling um, and creating a space for teens and young adults who deal with depression, anxiety, and uh, trauma. And that's what I do right now. I specialize in the treatment of trauma, depression, anxiety, in teens, young millennials and adults who have childhood and adult trauma. So that is my thing. And I absolutely love it. Um, I feel like this is an assignment. It's a call. Um, um, and because I didn't receive the adequate mental health treatment that I so desperately needed, I wanna provide that space for teens to be able to, um, to communicate, to learn strategies, to have a safe place where they can really talk about what they're struggling. And I do a lot of family work as well. Um, I've worked in outpatient centers, uh, working with children and families, Um, I worked in the out, uh, inpatient where people have been, uh, Baker acted suicidal, things of that nature teams doing, providing group counseling, individual counseling, family counseling. I also was an intensive family therapist where I, um, went in the home for families who couldn't afford to, uh, go to outpatient or didn't have the transportation. Um, so I, um, I counseled families and children with severe mental health issues and um, behavioral problems. So I would go in there and help stabilize the family to kind of prevent the child from going into a residential treatment center. So I did that for about two years and I absolutely loved it. And then after that, um, I was a clinical director for three years at the juvenile detention center. And I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely loved um, working with the quote unquote they call statistics and juveniles, right? Cause I just, I feel like um, they were just little boys and girls that were crying out for help. And so um, this is my passion. And then, you know, God allowed, sometimes we get comfortable in our own space and really God is trying to maximize our spaces. He's trying to maximize our um, influence and sometimes we get comfortable. So he will allow certain things to happen to push us out of the nest. And so that's what happened to me and what pushed me into entrepreneurship. I was pushed involuntarily um, into what I'm doing now. So I have my own private practice in Lakewood Ranch, Florida, where I, I'm my own business owner, I'm my own boss, but that took a little, that took a little push. Right. And so um, I really my assignment is to talk about the wealth in our mental health right, the wealth in our mental health. And as business, as as women, we we have so many hats, we're business owners, we're mothers, we're mentors, we're caretakers, we are sisters, we're friends, right? We are, we give and we give and we give and we give, right, and we pour out. But a lot of the times we don't take the time out to pour out into ourselves creating a space for us to pour into our mental health, right? Our mental health is the foundation for everything, all right? And so um, what is mental health, right? Mental health involves how we think, how we act and how we feel. It determines how we handle stress and how we relate to others and make choices, right? So poor and good mental health really determines the factors, of you know, how we were raised, genetics, um, the experiences that we've had during childhood, right? Um, um, we have, all those things influences our mental health. And so mental health is a state of mind and it is one of the most, if not uh, the most, most important part of our overall over well being, our overall health and well being, right? If our mental health is not intact, then everything is thrown off, right? Our physical affects our mental health. Um, um, our you know, it, when we're sick, you know, it affects how we think and things of that nature, but it's all interrelated and we don't pay attention to our mental health as business owners. We kind of put that on the back burner, but it's actually very, very, if, if, if our mental health is not intact, if we don't have the ability to be able to handle stress in a manner that is uh, healthy, then it affects how we relate to others. It affects how we relate to ourselves and it affects how effective we are as business owners. So it's important that we are taking the time to invest in our mental health, our mental well-being, right? And I'll talk to you a little bit about what that looks like. Um so first I wanted to v- define wealth, right? So in the beginning I said the wealth of a mental health. What is wealth? The wealth is the state of being rich, material pros- prosperity, plentiful supplies of a particular resource. Wealth means abundance and plethora. Right? So it's important to make ourselves rich in our mental health so we can spend it on taking care of ourselves and others. We can't function depleted, right? On E, it's, 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 it's not gonna work, right? So um, what does wealth in our mental health looks like? It looks like walking in boldness, boldness, confidence, fearlessness, you know, having a healthy perspective of ourselves and others right, being able to advocate for ourselves and setting healthy boundaries, right. And so what is investing our mental health look like? It might look like going to therapy and dealing with some of the childhood traumas that you've experienced, right. Many of us have dealt with childhood traumas, sexual molestation, emotional abandonment, abuse, witnessing domestic violence, you know, especially as uh, African-American women, we we dealt with microaggression in the workplace. That's traumatic, right? We dealt with um, you know, uh, systemic racism. This is trauma, right? And so part of investing in our mental health might be investing in a in a site in a, in a uh, mental health provider, you know, investing in a therapist that look like you. So a person that you can talk to who is clinically Trained and professional, who is a, who is you know not who is not biased, but is able to um, be a safe place for you, where you can let your hair down and be vulnerable without being judged, without being judged and criticized. And so, um, you know, we don't think that some of the things that we've experienced in life, because you know, we, we we're strong. We we go after what we want. But eventually, you know, some of us experience nervous breakdowns because we can't handle it, right? We're taught to be strong and, you know, we're gonna make it through, you know, and, and we, uh, you know, it was, it happened in the past, I'll get through it. And we try, we're trying to push through, but it that's not healthy. You know, we have to take the time to really, um, to deal, because eventually what it does, is, it affects our ability to fully be who God predestined for us to be if we're not dealing with some of those um, painful things from our past or those painful things that come up for us in, in a manner to help us to move forward, right? So um, it's important, We want to. we don't wanna just influence our sphere of influence, but we wanna impact nations. We wanna impact regions. We wanna leave a legacy um, for our, our generations and our generations to come. We don't wanna just impact a a, a, a drop here and a drop there. We wanna make a, 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 a lasting difference. And when we pass, right, people will still be talking about the work that we've done, right? And so um, part of it is really taking care of our mental health. And so, um. Um, these things, okay. So I talked about abuse and trauma and things of that nature, right? Um, abandonment or things of that nature. These things may have caused some damaged emotions on the inside of us, right? May have caused some damaged emotions, low self-esteem. You know, people pleasing. We don't want people to. A lot of the times when people experience trauma, um, there's a a sense of feeling of inadequacy that I don't belong, that something is wrong with me, right? And so a lot of the times we give ourselves at the expense of ourselves because we don't want others to drop us like we've been dropped in the past. So we will do anything for love, right? People, individuals like that would do anything. They would be like, you know, hey, yes to everything. You're that person is a yes man. Yes, I'll do it for you. Yes, I'll be there. Yes, I could do that, right? When they really mean no. But because the fear of rejection, the fear of being dropped, the fear of being abandoned, we people please, right? Um, Fear of being misunderstood, fear of disappointment, fear of being different. So we kind of need to ask ourselves, you know, what are the conversations that we're having in our mind when nobody else is around? You know, asking ourselves, where is this coming from? Yes, Angela. Yes, Angela. We must release and not let things fester on the inside. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's actually very beneficial, right? I have a therapist that I see, right? As a therapist, I have my own therapist. Sometimes I can't talk to my friends or family. They're not gonna get it. You know, sometimes I can't talk to church folk, you know? know? I just need somebody outside as professional, right? Who knows? What they are doing, right? A safe place. Um, even in my life, there was a time where I feared being successful because in the group home that I was in, um, I was doing very well. That you know, I gave my life to Christ. Somebody introduced me to God. That literally changed the tra- changed the trajectory of my life. Yes, a therapist with the therapist. We must know when we need more. Absolutely, absolutely, we must know when we need more and so there was a time where i feared success i feared being successful because every time when i was in that individual treatment center i tried to do something for my college or i tried to get supplies they sabotaged right and so what i did was in my mind i'm like well you know i equal success as you know this is this is painful this is not okay like this is this is hurtful you know that every time I every time I try to go up someone does something to kind of hinder or sabotage so I ended up even self sabotaging in a way for me by my own mindset you know by saying hey you know what i'm going to fail anyway so I might as well not try or somebody is going to do something to do so, uh to hinder me so I might as well right so i would eventually self sabotage right and so i think um we have to be very mindful of when we are um, maybe uh, being pushed into tasks that are beyond what we feel like uh, is is our limitation. We have to be very mindful of what we're thinking and what we are entertaining in our mind because sometimes we can subconsciously sabotage our destiny, right? Self-sabotage by Allowing ourselves to be like, oh no, nah, that's too big for me. You know, I don't think I'll be. I don't think I have the resources. I don't think, I don't think I'll be. I'm. I'm going to be able to do it, right? What we think and what we speak out of our mouth creates our atmosphere. It sets the stage up. To to to, it really sets the stage up. You know, it. It. We have the ability with our mouth. The 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 word declares that life and death is in the power of our tongue. And so what we decree and what we speak, we create. We were created in the image of God. He spoke and then there was. And so we have that same power. And so we have to be very mindful of what we're thinking because our thoughts affect our emotions and then it it becomes action. So we have to be very mindful of what we're speaking, what we're entertaining in our minds um, because we can subconsciously sabotage ourselves due to fear of success. Fear of what others may think about us. You know, maybe God has placed something very different out of the box in your in your mind. You have this vision, but you're like, oh God, I don't have the resources. Like, this is so different. This nobody has ever done that before. Well, that's why. You know what I mean? Like, God has placed that, drop that vision in you, right? As a trailblazer. Sometimes when God drops his visions and dreams, is bigger than what we can ever imagine, bigger than what we have the resource for, so that we know that's him, right? And if he gave it to you, he will definitely protect you along those lines and and, and execute, help you execute it. But we just have to come in alignment with what he's saying about us. And so th- I wanted to, that's the basis of our foundation. Our foundation really is our thought life, for me, my foundation is Christ, foundation is God, right? My foundation, my identity, and what he says about me. Um, and so a lot of people have different foundations, but particularly for mental health, foundation is our, our I would say, is our, our thought processes. What does your foundation look like? What is your thought life like, right? What what are we, what are we building on? Um, all these things prevent us like self-sabotage. All of these things prevent us from building the life God wants us to live, pre- prevents us from building destinies and the life God's, the life God envisions for us and accomplishing the great things that He desires to accomplish. So my question to you is, absolutely, we make so many excuses because of fear. We don't feel deserving. Absolutely, Angela, absolutely. We feel undeserving. We feel inadequate. We believe the lies that that others have told us, right? Um, and especially, you know, when people have treated us so <sighs> treat us very hurtfully, hurtful, we internalize that there's something inadequate about us. We internalize, especially if we've been through a lot of trauma, um, um, we internalize those things and it creates these false narratives that we're inadequate that we're not deserving that we'll never measure up right but that's a lie that's not true you know um and as i was I, as i was listening to one of the ladies yesterday i don't i don't remember her name but she said she asked a question and said why who told you you were naked you know you know what i'm saying like who told you that you were undeserving who told you that you were inadequate who told you that who told you that you weren't great? Dorita, yes. Yes. Who told you? Who told you those things? That's a lie. That's not true. And those are the things that h- it hinders us from moving into the new space, like to the new, the new thing, the destiny, and, and our full potential, right? And um, when we believe those, those are lies from the enemy. That's a complete lie. That's a complete lie that we're not deserving. That's a total lie. That's a, that's a false narrative. <laughs> that's not reality. That's not God's reality for our lives. That's not what he says, right? And so um, what is in our mindsets, you know, our habits, our memories that we have to leave behind or get rid of in order to build on a stronger foundation. What does our foundation currently looks like? Yes, most definitely guilty of self sabotaging Well, it's okay. It's okay, you know. And that's what good therapy is for. You know, finding somebody who can really talk about what the root of that is, because there's a reason for the self sabotage. There's a root to that. There's a root to that. So, what are some? What does our foundation? currently looks like? What are some old things, old perspectives and attitudes that we have to let go to prepare for the newest, best version, authentic and healthier versions of ourselves? As I think about the caterpillar and the butterfly and the the transition process, it goes through a transition process. It goes from a caterpillar into a cocoon, into a butterfly. Even though the process is ugly and painful, in the end result, Right, it's a beautiful butterfly with beautiful colors and things of that nature. Sometimes we have to allow certain circumstances that it might be painful um, to really help us to excavate and dig up those negative uh, uh, patterns and and self-sabotaging habits and behaviors, you know, uh, um, to bring us to a place where we're evaluating ourselves. Right? Hey, who needs what needs to go? What old cycles, um, um cycles of mindsets that 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 I need to break and need to let go to move forward into the, the God-given destiny for my life. Right. And so we need to begin to ask ourselves, um, maximize our pain, to begin to maximize those things that are painful in our lives and ask the question, you know, what can I learn from this?
0: Hey guys, real quick interruption here and I'll let you get back to your episode. Be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under Karina's Welcoming World Center. Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, ebooks, journals, e-courses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's warcry w a r k r y.com. Talk soon. Peace. Right, cuz it eventually make
1: us be- better business owners but not only that better versions of ourselves right better versions of ourselves more in tune with ourselves more um our th- more of our authentic selves right cuz sometimes we put on false masks and false you know attitudes and false things that really is not us because we fear rejection the process may be ugly and painful but keep your eye on the bigger picture the beautiful unique beautiful Butterfly that is being birthed. Absolutely. 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 Um, Angela. I hope I'm saying your name right. <laughs> absolutely. And so um, we have to begin to um, excavate. Excavation means to make hollow um, by removing the inner part, make a hole or a captivity in. Um, to but excavate means to dig or to scoop out, to expose or lay lay bare by or as if by digging on earth. So the process of excavation, right, is an ugly process. Um, It's a digging process, right? Um, Before a, a house is built, there's an excavation process to lay the foundation. If the foundation of the house is faulty, the how if a storm comes, it's gonna fall. It's gonna completely come down. Right. And so the excavation process um in, in 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 our lives might look like asking ourselves some hard questions. Right? Why why do I feel inadequate? Where is this coming from? Why do I self sabotage? Where is this coming from? Right? Why why do I have such low self esteem? Where where is this coming from? It's okay, Angela. Angela, it's okay. Where is this coming from? This is part of the excavation process. Right? That's how we begin to excavate and self evaluate so we can begin to place new foundation, healthy foundation, healthy perspectives. So when the storms of life come, because they're gonna come, right? We can't prevent, we can't, I mean, life happens, but I'm not gonna falter. Like Karina said, she said, I have an assignment. There were things that happened that were beyond her control. Her mother got, you know, she had to have hip replacement. She had to go through surgery, you know? I mean, things happen. But she said, you know what? I have a focus. I have a goal. I have a goal. And she stood focused. Things are going to come, right? But our foundation has to be sure. What does our foundation look like? What is our thought life looking like? What are we building upon? What are we building upon? And the foundation can represent the core beliefs that we have about ourselves, right? Core beliefs mean thoughts, assumptions we hold about ourselves. Others in the world around us—they are deep-seated beliefs which often go unrecognized. They're in our subconscious, but yet they consistently affect our lives. They consistently affect how we interact with ourselves, most importantly, and with others. Right? Um, and so, some of those negative core beliefs could be, "I'm unlovable." Right? Everyone just uses me, or I'll I'll stay stuck. Right? I'll. I'll, you know, one of the core beliefs that I had about myself was I'll never amount to anything, right? Those are the, some of the things that I had, I, I struggled with for a very long time because my grandfather used to tell me, um, he, because he was angry at my mom, he used to tell me, I wish you would never been born. You know, I wish you, 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 you you're going to be just like your mother. And so those curses. Those word curses that were spoken, I internalized that, and and so when I grew up, I grew up with this infuriated and infuriated really. excuse me, this inferior complex, right? That I'm, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm everybody else's better than me, right? Those are definitely curses. Word curses. Words are powerful, right? Um, and so I had to do the work to undo that. I had to undo those lies in my life because you carry them forever. Exactly. So I had to do the internal painful work by coming out of agreement with those lies because I believe those lies. And because I believe those lies, they started manifesting in my life. So what are the lies that we're believing? What are we coming into when we, when we believe we're coming into agreement with what they're saying is true. So I had to come out of agreement with that. No, I come out of agreement that I'm I'm not gonna mount, I'm not gonna be nothing, I'm mount to anything. No, that's a lie. That's not what God says about me. I'm a I'm I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a chosen vessel. I'm the apple of God's eye. I'm valuable. I can do anything. I'm fearless. Right? That shirt you had on Nicole yesterday, that was dope. I need to purchase that. <laughs> I'm fearless. Right? Um and so I think really uh we we have to really begin to yes, fearless. We have to begin to really excavate asking our questions, um those those tough painful questions so that we can come to the point of realization and making the shifts and the changes that we need. Um, and so a lot of times in the African, yeah. Undo the lies spoken to our life. We have the power to undo absolutely. We have the power to undo absolutely. I'm still undoing stuff. I'm like, I'm still, I'm still, there was so many, cause people thought they said, Oh, you're just going to be another statistic. You're going to be just like everybody else, you know, but God had a different narrative. Got a different narrative for my life. I'm not a statistic. I wasn't brought into the earth for this, for such a time as this to be a statistic. A number, no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. So, um, you know, a lot of the times, some of us were taught to suppress, you know, um, especially in the African American community, we were taught that whatever goes on in the house stays in, in the house, right? So we were told to keep secrets um, um, and and as a result, holding trauma in our bodies eventually causes physical sickness, holding pain, holding in pain. It, it eventually causes sicknesses like cancer. Some people have uh, a gastro um, GI issues and things of that nature. Nervous breakdown because there, there's a, a suppressing of emotions. Right? mental blocks that hinder us from being successful? What are some of the mental blocks that are hindering us from being successful business owners? You know? Um, So really asking us those questions, asking ourselves those questions. Um, And so I want to give you some solutions too really quick. Um, So according to researchers, the vast majority of 75 to 98% of illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. We think What we think about truly affects us both physically and emotionally. So in fact, fear alone triggers more than one out of 400 known physical and chemical responses in our bodies, activating more than 30 different hormones. Today, our culture is undergoing an epidemic of toxic thoughts left unchecked, created for creating conditions for illnesses in our lives. Right. Yes. No more secrets. No more suppression. Let's go and be free. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, we have the power. We have the power. Our brain, um, is something called neuroplasticity, which means that we are, we have the ability to reconstruct our hormones, reconstruct our brains, right? Um, by the thoughts that we think. So even though when people go through traumatic experiences in our life, it constructs, it reconstructs our brain and it causes us to think negative, but we have the ability and the power because of its plastic neuroplasticity, we are able to reconstruct our brain and create new dendrites and new neurons by the thoughts that we think. And there's a really good book. I wanna share it too, it's, it's, she's a Christian author. Um, and uh, I wanna share it in the link, but it, it's an excellent resource. And I read this book and it it literally, it has caused me to, to really evaluate um, my thought life, but it empowered me, right? So it doesn't matter what type of genetics, does not matter if, Our family members were a bunch of, you know, alcoholics or uh, they have different mental illnesses. Our brain, we are able to, we we don't have to lay victim to the predisposition of what our genetics has laid out for us, right? We don't have to succumb to that. We have the power because our brain is plastic. We are able to reform our brain and transform our brain by training our thought life and restructuring our thought life. And so, and creating new realities and um, that we want. No, it's not Brainy Brown. Um, It's, it's so good. Um, I will have that for you. It's really good. It's a really good book, but I will make sure I will put it in the, drop it in the link before I get off. Yes, Caroline Leaf, thank you. Yes, yes, Pamela. Caroline Leaf. She has a bunch of YouTube videos on there. She's a Christian um speaker, prolific speaker, but her books, her book it talks about the mind, um but it's really yep, Caroline Leaf, she has a bunch of YouTube videos. There's a book. It's an excellent book. It's an excellent book. Um she talks about neuroplasticity. She um she comes from a very refreshing perspective. So I recommend her. Absolutely, I recommend her a whole lot. Um, when you get a chance. Yep. Dr. Caroline Leaf. Yep. That's her name. That's her name. And so um, one of the things that can help us to create the new realities that we need that we want in our lives is positive declarations. Positive declarations are not just things. That we want to just say, just to say it. Um, What's the name of the book? I will have that for you. I will have that for you and um, Angela. Um, Yep, switch on your brain. That's it. Switch on your brain. Thank you so much, Pamela. Um, So one of the things that uh, can, like as I was saying before, to help create our new realities is positive declarations. You know. Um, our brains are wanting to set us up for success, right? Um, And so what we tell our brains, it's automatically gonna work towards creating that reality for you. Our brain is so powerful. It's so powerful. Writing down, what do you wanna see in your life? I dare you and I charge you to begin to, I I don't really care how big it is or how uncomfortable it may feel like. You know, but what do you want to see? What version of yourself do you want to see? Write down these positive affirmations. You don't want to want it to become dogmatic, but at least one to three in the morning, you know, say them out loud. one to, you know, one to two or three times during the week. You know, um, it pushes out the negative and rewires your brain. Right, and so it creates new healthy thought patterns and creates better moods. So positive declarations, right, um, is one way to kind of retrain our brain. Did did you purchase it? It's on. um, I have something called Hoopla, so I borrow it from the library. But you can purchase it on Amazon. You can purchase it on eBay. There's several. She has it on several uh, platforms. Um, and so uh positive declarations is is another thing um reading books is a, is another way to kind of uh, retrain your brain a uh, higher thinking level of thinking it pushes you um like Dr Karen uh, Caroline Leaf uh, self-help books that are very uh deep and really causes you to evaluate Um, um, you know, investing on our mental health looks like maybe taking 30 minutes a day, you know, every day towards ourselves, by ourselves, uh, creating a space for ourselves where we're pouring out because as women and business owners, we play, so we play, we have so many hats. And so it's important for us to really take the time out to invest in ourselves. And that might look like taking 30 minutes a day, you know, for yourself, doing something that you enjoy going to therapy, having your own therapist outside of family and friends, <laughs> right? Cause sometimes they just, you know, not saying family, friends are not are, are bad. It's just sometimes you just need somebody that's not biased, right? Um, tapping into your creative side. If it's being drawing or cultivating long lost passions that you've had in the past, tapping into those things. I believe that we all have creativity. We all creative, Karina, you know, and Nicole. They're very creative. You can tell. You can see their are advertising. They're tapping into the right side. I don't remember if it's the left side or the right side of the brain that's creative, but tapping into your creative side, taking naps, you know, listening to what our body needs, and 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 doing what it, it it's asking for us to do, right? And so um, that's part of investing in our mental health. And I have so many. Uh, other things that I wanted to say, but I believe my time is up right now. And um, so uh, that's all that I have for at this moment. And I hope this is uh, very helpful for you um, and that you are taking care of yourselves.
0: Amazing, amazing. I think this was a deep dive. Um
2: a lot of excavation going on yes <laughs> I mean yes this is... a lot of excavation definitely and you know what Chima? I one thing that you said well, there's a few things that you said um when I and I, I'm gonna be fully transparent okay. okay before I went to before I was thinking about separating from my ex-husband, I went to a therapist because I couldn't make up my mind of what to do. So my question, so she asked me, what did I need help for? And my answer to her was, you know, I have a family, I have twins, and I need to know whether or not, if I'm doing the right thing of leaving my husband or should I stay for the family? Mm. I was getting myself into, she said, okay, let's go. When, when you say excavate, <laughs> she did some serious excavation work on me. You thought you was going through the one had thing. all, you had all... Yeah, this is something that is very important that people don't realize because she f- made me aware of how I was living life and how I was presenting myself to the world that I was not even aware of. Wow. Wow. Yes. Um, I one example. And this is this is a real life example. I was at the table with my ex-husband's lawyer and my lawyer. We were all sitting at the table together, and he was just wonderful at pushing my buttons. He just knew what buttons to push. Wow. Mm-hmm. The whole wow. divorce process caused me to have ulcers because wow. there was a lot of stuff. To be excavated that I just was not aware of, so I was telling my therapist about that particular incident because I I, I went off in that room. I yeah. completely went off because of something he said. I mean, I went off to the point where I was banging the table. I went off, and. <laughs> thought uh, that I was justified in my actions, but when I brought it to her and I thought she was going to fully agree with me, but she said, now what made you respond in that way? Ooh. And I, I feel like I was fully justified <laughs> in the way that I responded. I said, would anybody else respond in that way? She said, no. Wow. So she said, well, what oh. in your past If you go back to when you were a little girl, what triggered you? Just sit here and think about what in it, what he said, triggered you. So I went back. Boom, I caught it. I was called a liar before by family members. Everything that I said was a lie. And... That was something very traumatic for me because wow. I mother and I would tell my mother the truth and she would call me a liar wow. so I did not know because I had buried that down deep down in my in my spirit that being called a liar was a trigger for me and it causes me to lash out and Ooh. I to say. Wow. You never know how you show up in the world because of things that you are not aware of. Things that need to be excavated, like you say, mm-hmm. and the heal.
1: Ooh, that's good. That's good. And yes, you would ma'am. have never known when you were, ac- you were asked that question. You expected her to kind of line with you. Oh, girl, you justified. But she asked Yes. That's what wow, I was wow. expecting to respond like that.
2: What, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean?
1: <laughs> right. Wow. Exactly. Wow. And but so that's being so
2: accused. That is so very powerful. That excavation. And I all, uh, and you know, therapy is is it holds a special place in my heart because. We, as Black women, we have been through so much. Yeah. Way before we even know. Way that before. Down through the generations. Yeah. We don't realize, like you said, our mind, we have to watch what our mindset is because we are passing that through our bodies to our babies. Oh and I read yeah. and I know this because I look at my daughter now I look at my mom and I look at my daughter and my daughter is very shy she's not very you know quick to respond and how did this baby learn that because that's how I was as a child and I know mm. I know that I was the youngest and I didn't feel like I had a voice. That part. I was, I was the youngest of four very powerful girls and my parents had really big personalities. So I didn't feel like I had a voice. Yeah. But did she learn this behavior? And I realized that my mindset has that to her. So now... I have to retrain her brain and say, baby, you got a voice. You got a big voice, you have a lot to say. So we have to be very careful of the way that we're thinking and because we are manifesting things and that is passed along to our offspring.
1: You said something so powerful. Coach Kareem, you got anything to say? Because something, my brain is going. I I want to go back
0: to Dorite last night, the woman in Samaria, finding yourself. Yeah. And I'm going to keep harping on this because I I know what I saw last night and I know what I hear and Mm. I know what's happening. This is a progressive move. Mm. If you did not tune in last night, go back and watch the video. Watch Dr. Tasha this morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Listen to, we're just going to say Dr. Chima, because we're going to call that thing in. <laughs> this has been a progressive move. <laughs> Dorite mm. opened up the valve Last night.
1: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yeah, that was good.
0: That was good. This is it. I'm telling you. That was good. I'm telling you.
2: John chapter four, verse six. (laughs) John chapter four. (laughs) Talks all about the Samaritan woman. And I think we all can relate. To that,
1: yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm proud I, when I, say I, yes, I, when ma'am. I say, I'm speechless, yes, ma'am, yes, yep. ma'am. It <laughs> has what, what that he would te- the 99, just for one, he would leave the 99, yeah. yes, yeah, just for one. Yes, one. He will make detours where everybody else don't want to go. He'll go. He went right through Samaria. He went right, right through, right through. Jews. I mean, he. The they don't. They don't hang with Samaritans. Like they don't. That's not Nobody culture.
2: wanted to go through there. Nobody wanted to go through. Nobody. People would take the long way around just to avoid, and oh, that's why We distract ourselves and we avoid going through Samaria.
0: You know, the thing about this is when we try to go after all these distractions, that you just talked about, Nicole, we want to have viable businesses. We want to level up. We mm-hmm. want to do all of these things, but we can't figure out why they're not working, mm-hmm. and it's because we haven't done the inside work.
1: Okay, drop them. You know what? Let me just close the doors to the church. You so. got to go through. You got yeah. to go
2: through.
0: And that's that's, that's why. That's why this, this this summit was the power of three: edify, educate and empower. And I'm going to talk about some of that. I'm the last person, so I'm going to talk a little bit about this. I'm not going to talk a whole lot, but let me tell y'all, this year. this is setting you up real good. Mm -hmm. good. This is setting us up real good.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good.
0: Because if we want to change our trajectory, we have to be able to be willing to release all the weights. come on everything that's holding us back because when he shoots you Ooh, come on that you gotta be free you gotta be free you cannot be an arrow with weights on
1: oh that's good that's good cannot come on and that looks like going and back and getting our six seven eight nine ten year old that was accused defenseless and and you know when you said nicole that you responding that moment you were so mad you 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 hit the table you were like really mad and that was that eight-year-old that was responding that was accused oh, you know yes. and so trauma like literally when we experience that, that that's developmental trauma like mommy don't believe in me like you come on mom i'm telling you the truth you don't believe me you know how detriment that is and so you were emotionally stuck. Sometimes mm. we're emotionally stuck in certain mm. dispensation. This We're stuck in certain spaces and we don't realize. Yes. That. We're stuck, you know, emotionally, physically. So we're responding in ways we're fearful. We're in, you're, that's that eight-year-old, that's that seven-year-old, that's that nine-year-old that felt like they yep. didn't have a voice. Yes, that's it.
2: And that's it. And I wasn't even aware of wow. what happening or what's or how I was responding. And that's yeah. scary and it's yeah. a lot of people that respond out in this world lash out in the same way right. because there's a stigma around
0: therapy. Right.
2: All, right. all have so right. much. I always say every everybody needs to see everybody needs to see it there. Every, everybody. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> that is true.
0: I, I got, got my everybody it.
2: needs some excavation going on.
0: Yes. I mm-hmm. told my husband this morning. I said, "Listen, some uh, of the people that I see out here, I I really believe that there's some type of defect mentally." Yeah. And I don't say that to be mean. Yeah. But when you can look from a different perspective. Right. You know, a reality perspective. Right. You know, it's like what in the world? It is not natural.
1: Right. Right. (laughs) Right. That is so true. My God. My God. Uh -uh. But it
2: really and what really and what and to for the other perspective, knowing that we all need therapy, it makes you more empathetic. Yes. Because when someone hurts me now, the new Nicole, the old Nicole will ask with something different. Yeah. But the new Nicole (laughs) Nicole would say, Wow, person must have really gone through some stuff in their lives for them to be able to hurt me the way they did. Yeah. Wow. I'ma just give them grace because I understand. Because I had my own excavation to do.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's
1: good. So you have more compassion.
0: Well, ladies, yeah. I, you know, I am like thoroughly blown away. Chima, thank you so much for coming in and literally pouring out. My and pleasure. Just, you know, My pleasure. pushing us to the next leg in mm-hmm. this race, passing the baton and really doing what you came here, you know, what you were called to do. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, I thank you for it. I applaud you for it. I honor you for
1: it. Wow.
0: And I—I I mean, that's it. I'm—I'm appreciative. I don't know what thank else you. to say other than I am literally appreciative. So well, thank
1: you for giving me that this platform. I appreciate. Yeah. I love you guys. I love you guys <laughs> you too. You <laughs> love you too. I so, honor yeah. all that you've been through to get to where you are, yeah. and that constructed the person that you are right now the pain the trial all that you had to go through
0: yes i
1: honor that and i appreciate it
0: thank you so much so ladies we're going to sign off for a quick break we will be back in about seven minutes about five to seven minutes but we're going to sign off and we'll be back and we will be hearing from our sponsors our main event sponsors And so we just want to give you a quick break. I know you guys have literally been rocking with us since last night. (laughs) This has been amazing. So we will be right back. We're going to sign off and you will get the notification when we come back on. So don't go too far. Just take your little bathroom break, get you some water, some tea, some coffee, you know, grab you another pen because if you've been taking notes, your pen might be out of ink now you know <laughs> So that's it and we will be right back at 12:20. All right? Bro. Thanks, Chema. You're
1: welcome. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Hey guys. I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on WarCry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of War Cry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind. Uh, as you are listening to our feature guests, my goal with bringing on feature guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay? So just keep that in mind guys. Thanks. Bye.